I just hopped into the car. Promotion is achieved. We are going up. This is the Loud and Proud Loud Carlo Talking Points Podcast. But first, Oasis. I'm nearly too hyper to do the talking points in the car on the way home. I'm going to drive home and bask in the glory of promotion. And I'm going to settle down with a cup of tea and do the Talking Points podcast. Good luck. And I tell you what, um, I did enjoy that drive home. I did I did bask the whole way home, just reliving the game, talking to the lads on the way home. They were watching it from home. And um, it was, yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant win. Brilliant win for Laird, like 123, just putting a team to bed. And I just, it's just brilliant to see a Laird team do, doing the right decisions. Um, so, right, I've, I've plenty of time to think and I've plenty of talking points. As as the kind of the format has kind of gone, you'll get two for free and you'll get the, if you're signed up for Patreon, you get the rest of them there um, on Patreon. Uh, sorry for the confusion this past couple of weeks, but. Um, yeah, that that's the way it works out. So have a, have a, just have a check which one you have, uh, which one you listen to. Um, but I'll cut it off after two. But first of all, I'm going to go through the flow of the game, which I normally do, and then we're going to hear from Conor Grimes and Mickey Hart. You'll also hear from Kieran Downey. That'll probably be on Sunday, Monday, and early next week's podcast um, as well. So the starting team. I've been told to slow down, so I'm going to slow down as well because I'm still slightly hyper after the win. Um, there was one doubt we all kind of knew about um, Anthony Williams and it, it proved to pass that he wasn't fit to play um, I don't even think he togged out so Niall Sharkey wore the number 6 jersey he came in I think that was his, that was his league's, first league start stand corrected but he was he was excellent today Niall Sharkey but um, the, the starting team similar to the same as to the Sligo game bar Niall Sharkey comes in for Anthony Williams so you have Craig Lynch in goals Dan Corcoran, Dermot Campbell, Donald McKinney, Emma Carlin, Niall Sharkey and Owen Callaghan, Bevan Duffy and Kieran Bourne in the middle of the field, Liam Jackson, Samuel Roy, Kieran Downey in the half-forward line, Kieran Keenan, Conor Grimes and Ryan Bournes. So that was a loud starting team. <coughs> and you, you land into Dr Cullen Park. I'm still calling it Dr Cullen Park. I know it's Netwatch Cullen Park, but uh, it's, do- it's still Dr Cullen Park to me. And um, the place is just lovely, immaculate, um, lovely pitch, lovely surroundings, colourful with the, with the, with their three three uh, colours on the jerseys, and it's absolutely baking hot. Um, really, really hot. It's it's funny actually. There's a photo going around doing the rounds of me interviewing Mickey after the game, and I'm wearing black jeans, and the heat of the sun in me black jeans was only distracting me from asking Mickey questions. Well, that's my excuse anyway. Um, but yeah so just really p- perfect conditions um, and the added factor then you've a couple of crowds that's going to be one of, that's going to be one of the talking points but um, yeah early on so we start out and they get the better start Colin Holton and gets one on the spin really good score really patient move and then he gets a booming score from a wee bit uh, wee bit out and we kind of coughed up the ball. We were, we unforced errors. Liam Jackson kicked the ball away down the line. Connor Grimes didn't hold hold on to one possession. And uh, I think Casey goes into contact as well, and loses possession. You kind of thought, oh God, it's a bit. We're not going. We're not going great here. 
Then Conor Grimes gets one and he, he just goes out as man. Um, Swifthorn takes on uh, Redmond, the full-back for Carlo. They actually make one kind of positional switch. Well, one your man came in, um, Dumfries, I kind of predicted that would come in. He came in and started on the 40. And, but to put Jordan Morrissey back on Kieran uh, Downey, they swapped him with his, his club mate, Sean Gannon. Sean Gannon played further up the field. Spoke about him during the week on the podcast. A really good player, um, but the Carlo players didn't play. They weren't kind of let. I'm going to put it that way. But yeah, Grimes put levels the game. Then Conor Downey plays a lovely one-two with uh, Sam Mulroy on the spin, and then he he, fl- he flick fires it over the bar. Um, Mulroy then gets a free. He won himself, so that puts us three-one ahead, and we're much the better team. Um, Moray taps that free after um, I think that was after no yeah we get go, yeah that was after um, I think it was Casey went, went through two shots at goal and then Jackson hits it off the post and then they like after that great goal chance they go down they go down and have uh, they go down and have a, their kind of response to that and Holton gets two points from play three all. Um, Dan Corker was marking him at this stage. He's taken for three points. He gets switched down for Donald McKenney uh, fairly rapidly by Mickey and Gavin Devlin. <coughs> Bevan Duffy then puts us in the lead again with a booming point. Absolutely booming point. Um, similar to the one against Sligo. Down the field, just drives it over the bar. 4-3. Then another goal chance. Um, this time it's... Which, which one is this goal chance? We get a ton of goal chance. And this was... This was um, Kiki Keenan he's played in by Bornsey and gets a shot and breaks back out to Bornsey who was fouled hacked out from behind but um, Samuel scores a result in 45 puts 5-3 ahead in the water break and we're just be- we sized them up we kind of seen what they were about what they were going to what they entail and they kind of give give us a little bit of what we thought they might give they weren't overly as defensive they were, they were countering they were going in numbers and they were direct and they were busy inside. But all the while we were kind of comfortable, kind of just sizing them up and biding their time with Grimesy inside and Sam on the way on the 40 and Downey on the wing and Keenan inside as yet to just come into the game. But you kind of get the sense that he's finding his lines of running. <coughs> so he comes out then and then lovely movement again, a really good move and Keegan Keenan gets gets the score, puts a 6-3 ahead. Broderick then, big player for them, Paul Broderick, he gets their first score uh, from play, good score on the spin, that puts us, that puts them 6-4 behind. Then Liam Jackson uh, gets up the field and really good offload off Conor Grimes. Conor Grimes, this is the start of his, just his, uh, this is purple patch. We we outscore Carlo one seven to four in this kind of match the final quarter in the in the second quarter, and Conor Grimes just is just flicks the ball out to Jackson. Just uses speed to get off the shoulder. Then Kieran Keenan gets another one. Uh, was super plucked by Downey. Just plucks it in the air um, off kick out. That puts eight four ahead again. Then Kieran Bourne gets the first of his three points are very similar. Paddy Keenan-esque, dare I say it. Comes off the shoulder, that kind of line of running, off the target man inside, who's loads of space in front of him, Conor Grimes. Pops it out to, to Casey on his right foot, he clips it over the bar, 9-4. Broderick gets another free in reply, 
<clears throat> they needed to score and they worked it fairly well. I think Burnsy ends up getting a yellow card from that, but that was the earlier foul on Sean Gannon. Um, then Conor Grimes, from that kick out, gets the ball in the net. It was a really well-worked move. The move we've been seeing all the championship, we would have seen it last year with the, with the Martins. Lynch drives it over the top to Sam. Sam catches it, and Casey kind of gambles and goes forward. Sam does very well to get the ball away to him. Get Casey drives through, and he just kind of thinks maybe he's going to do, go for a shot here again. Gives the hand pass across the grounds he's at the back post. 31st minute, palms it into the net. 1-9 to 5, and he kind of thought, you know what? They're not going to, they're not going to catch us here. Callan goes up the field, Owen Callan goes up the field from half-back, clips over the bar. And Broderick gets a worldly of a point, really a outstanding point. The whips the torn, bang, nails it over the bar. That's uh, one ten to six. So seven points in it. Casey gets two in a row, similar fashion. Off Grimes just clips it over. Really good, strong running, and a really good potential there. That puts us one twelve to six ahead. And then another scorer that wasn't Hulton or Broderick. It was Jamie Clark. He gets one, he clips it over the bar just to make it one twelve to seven at half time. Eight point lead at half time. You kinda thought, yeah, we have this. This is this is ours now. We're gonna control this game. We're gonna see it out. And there was one change at half time. Dan Corkin actually gets taken off for Leonard Gray and you kinda thought, oh maybe you actually thought no the Shark was taken off because Leonard Gray went out to centre half. Um but Leonard Gray went to the half. Now Sharkey went in cornerback, so maybe Mickey's looking at his full back line as well. That might be one of the talking points on this uh, show in a while. But then you kind of think, all oh, right, here we go. A um, little bit of a lull here. Um, what's going to happen? Like, how are we going to start? And there is that lull, like I say, I think is there a mini revival. Broderick gets one from play. Jamie Clark gets one on the loop. Comes round, they're very good at that. Then Keenan gets one off a run, an important point. And you can just see the intelligence of uh, Kiki Keenan. Just Sam makes a lovely run. And just when he's about to end his run or it's about to be stopped, Keenan's there to run off the shoulder and times it to perfection. Cuts in, hand pass the ball over the back and a settle out into the second half. One thirteen to 9. Then Broderick gets another free, one thirteen to 10. Um, Decky comes in for Ryan Bournes. First touch of the ball, bang, lovely direct, sweet kick. Um, he scored off the bench every time. He's uh, scored when he started, so that's the impact he has off the bench. That might be a talking point as well. Broderick gets a 45, and Keenan has a great chance, really just makes a goal chance out of nothing, drives at it, and I think it's the corner back, maybe number four, that slides and clears the ball off the line. They go up the field then, <clears throat> and Josh Moore gets the point. And you kind of think, oh, right, this is uh, that's a double whammy now. The 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 crowd starts getting going. It's it's becoming a two score game now. Make it one fifteen, one fourteen to twelve. There's only five points in it. Um, but then the water break comes, stalls the momentum, stalls their momentum, I should say. And then after that, we just tore, completely torn the screw. With four points in a row, four really good points in a row. And Kieran Downey with that with with, with that um. Re- with that score to just set us off in the start of the, of the second half of the second quarter four quarter second water break in the second half Sam gets a free Sam gets another free Jackson gets a lovely point and um, Sam could have t- just runs off Sam's shoulder 
So that puts us 118 to 12 fairly rapidly. And then they get one there. So Chris Blake comes on for Dunphy. He gets the first of a set of two points. Um, Sam again with a free. Um, Downey gets one from play. Loads of space, nearly too much time, and he, he fires it over the bar. Blake gets another one, and Sam gets a boot. Like these frees aren't easy. The boys are giving out in the crowd. And he just fires it over the bar. Um, actually, that was a close. That was a close in one. I think Decky won it. Then Grimesy gets one on the turn as well. Lashed it over the bar off balance. Then Jamie Clark gets a penalty. Um, yeah, it was a penalty. I suppose there's no kind of denying that. Um, but there is a couple of positional switches in that. Um, Dermot Campbell had to go off with a head injury. Hear that from Mickey now in a second. Um, <coughs> Bevan goes in full back, so he's played nearly every line of the field for Loud at this stage, Bevan. Um, he goes in a full back. He could be seen as an option there. Maybe Mickey's trying to have a look on what he has afforded that luxury of having a look and seeing what players, where they can play as well. Um, whereas the likes of Carlo, they were, they were trying players all over the shop. Like Josh Moore went in on Sam for a while. Murphy went out on Liam Jackson. John Murphy just he just couldn't get the grips, and then he had to go back on him for the kickouts because Sam was a major target for them, and they just couldn't figure it out whatsoever. And uh, Sam gets the last point of four loud from play, one twenty three to one fourteen, and then Broderick gets a forty five clips over at the end, so one. 23 to 115 I say it's a bit it's a bit annoying for them to get the goal just to kind of be pulled down kind of going through um, a bit annoying but look at we take it but you don't want to be too greedy like 11 point win would have been probably a deserve lead but it would take 8 points you know what I mean draw the second half the work was done in that second quarter and um, we're going to hear first from Mickey Hart now <coughs> and Mickey's just in twos and ju- just wait till you hear the intensity when he talks about um, when he talks about winning and pressure on this game just just it's just class to hear and then we'll finish with a good crack from Conor Grimes in the end who is absolutely outstanding today absolutely outstanding but um, yeah we'll hear from those and then we get cracking into the um, talking points all about the result today, Mickey, but you got the performance too. Well, we did die, and as you say, it was all about the result. It was winner takes all here, and you know, it's, it's a critical result for us because we've done real good work in the previous three games. And, and if we hadn't won today, it would have been kind of lost on everybody. So the fact is that we clinched the deal here today and getting up to Division 3 is very, very important. And yes, we did have a good performance, but you can see there's plenty of room for improvement in it too. Like we, we, we missed lots of chances as well. So yeah, I'd be very happy with the general overall general performance, but it's, it's not bad when you get that kind of score and know there's plenty to work on. And three or four goal chances that could have been scored as well. Well, that's it, that's it. But you know, you don't, get, you know, you don't miss chances if you're not creating them. So the good thing is that the players were creating the chances. I'd never berate players for missing chances if they're working them and working good chances. That happens. There's going to be days when you not get all the ones you, you create. But if you're not creating them, you'll definitely not score them. But if you're creating them, then they will come. Despite the lack of goals, there was serious efficiency in the attack and play through Connor full forward. Yeah, I mean, they they stuck to what we were trying to teach them how to play and they're, they're taking on board what we believe is a good way to play this game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just one day. It doesn't mean to say the world ends and we've, we've mastered football. It means that we've done enough to get ourselves to the next division. That's a new challenge, a new ball game. There's a challenge coming up in a fortnight, a different ball game again. But I, we're really happy to be where we are right now. 
I suppose, Peter, or Mickey, you were looking for kind of a, a consistency across the 70 minutes, and that was possibly the first day that you got it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe a wee bit of a dip maybe at the start of the second half when we let them get a few scores back. But it was inevitable. Nobody, nobody holds the, the court for the whole game, you know. There's a time when you're on the, under the cosh a bit and you're on the back foot. And I suppose maybe that's ultimately how well you do on the back foot determines how you'll, you'll actually do in the game. Because it's easy to play on the front foot. It's easy to play when the ball's in your court. When it's not in your court, that's maybe when character comes in. And you got this, you got the blood of a few more players as well, like Leonard Gray comes in, now Sharky starts as well, and then Darren Alley off the bench as well. So it's adding to the feel good factor throughout. Well, that's it. I mean, there's a good squad of players there. There's 35, which is the minute they're working hard. I told the players that before that there's 15 start this. That's a privilege to start. You need to honour that privilege. There's 26 in the panel. All of them would love to get on. We can't do that. And and there's uh, on the match day panel. And there's other boys who didn't make the match day panel. And and you know we have to be credit those boys too because if they weren't there working with us, giving us the ability to play in-house games every night we go out for 10 or 15 minutes, then we wouldn't be where we are. So all of those people are so important and they contribute to the. the they don't get to be seen out here but we see them on the training pitch What does promotion mean Mickey? I mean you would have been forgiven not getting it outside the camp but what does it mean? I don't know if it would have been forgiven I wouldn't have been forgiven myself No, if anybody else would forgive me I would doubt that too um, we, we, we needed to get this team up again we felt that they were good enough to play at a higher division uh, but you could be feeling that and you could be thinking that and not make it so and mind you the way we started with a, a loss to Antrim on our home ground we, we give ourselves an uphill battle we, we made it a, 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 a backdoor game all the way through and, and I suppose maybe we like those games and maybe we're, we're useful at them um, Just looking ahead to Offaly uh... We never thought about them today that's to be 100% honest we never thought about them this is too important to look beyond only now when this is done will, will we look to Offaly and we will look at them then and look at them very forensically and injury wise uh, Dermot went off there uh, there was just a bit of a threatened concussion or they were weren't con- they weren't sure that, it, that he might have a little touch the medical men said as a precaution it's not suggesting that he has it but as, as, a, as a concussion precaution that they took him off and that's fair and um, everybody else survived thank God and how bad was Anthony's tear in the end after that? no it's not too bad actually he was almost by Thursday night we thought he was going to be able to play and he got through a number of tests during the week and then just that last thing nearly on Thursday night he went to kick a ball and found a bit of a jag in it again so he just he's, he's a sensible lad he knows that you don't take chances with hamstrings because they can put you out for the rest of the season. Thanks, thanks, Mickey. Congratulations. Thank you. You're a set-up man now, Connor, as well as finisher. Yeah, look, um, I suppose just performance from the team, really, like just happy to play any part in, in the squad, like the serious competition for places in the group at the moment. So whatever your job, whatever role you're given, um, you just carry it out to the rest of your ability. So setting up, scoring, defending, whatever it is, you just, you just put your shoulder to the wheel and get, and get in behind it and, and give it everything you got. And thankfully it was enough today. Is there, is there more of a clarity to Laird's attack and play? this season or is it just the way you are rolling yeah no absolutely like the structure of the tax that we have in play now at the moment are second to none I don't can't remember putting up a score like that against um, opposition of the Calibre Carlo like they're a strong side defensive like and we broke them down very very well today so um, yeah I suppose it just gives you confidence you've got so many different kinks in our armour at the moment and so many players pushing for places and I suppose the squad's just in a really really good place and um, 
we've had some big pressure games there, like right from the Leitrim game the whole way through. Leitrim was a big game, a must win. Sligo must win. Carlo today must win. And the group are dealing with it really, really well. And um, yeah, I suppose yeah, the group's just in a really good place. Is that a thing? Was it was there a lot of pressure coming into today's game? Yeah. Or was it just we embracing that? Yeah, absolutely. I suppose we embraced it as a group, but of course there was huge pressure coming into the day. Um, it wasn't really spoken about too much, but absolutely, like there was huge pressure. Like we've put a lot of work in to this year and we don't want to be playing Division 4 football next year and we made that very clear from the start that our main priority was to get out of this division and yeah thankfully um, we managed to do that today but there was huge pressure on every game the whole way through from the Leitrim game we knew that we had to get three wins on the bounce if we were to get promoted but we just knuckled down put the shoulder to the wheel and did what needed to be done took every game as it comes and look the hard work and dedication that the lads are putting in is that's a testament to them I suppose and that's um, that's what got us over the line today yeah like you see it in terms of fitness just finished much stronger again today yeah our impact off the bench as well like I was saying like the competition for places is just second to none at the moment like I've never been in a loud squad that has such competition like um, any player can come in at any any moment and, and do the job for you so um yeah, when you get given a jersey, it's a privilege. Um, you respect it, and you do you do your absolute best when you're in it. And thankfully, we had the impact coming off the bench because the second half, Carlo came out strong, and we needed that bit of impact off the bench just to finish to get see the game out. And the lads came on, and the turnovers, the defensive work they were putting in was was huge. And Decky in with a few scores as usual, like and yeah, like I was saying, it's just it's great. They're linking up very well. Samuel Rays are getting to build on that understanding on the forty and full forward. That's something to be very positive about going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's very easy to play alongside. Like um, he does whatever whatever needs to be done for the team. And um, yeah, I'm inside, which probably would have been his preferred role last year. But this year he's out at eleven and he's absolutely flying. Like he's running the show. Like so, you just kind of know when he gets on the ball that like, he's going to have his head up first time. And then runners are coming off the shoulder. Like we have the engine, like Casey coming running off the shoulder every time. Like we just have serious fitness at the moment. And yeah. The, the group's just moving well we know each other we know our style of play and we've just been working really really hard on it How important is promotion like as a development with Mickey and the new management team coming in? Oh, it's absolutely huge like promotion like we need to be playing a higher grade of football next year like there's been so much work gone in um, and I suppose that's where the pressure comes from the work that you've put in you know yourself like the long nights training on your own the whole way through the pandemic and yeah like just when we got together as a group like we've been working very very hard together and yeah it's just been it's just great I suppose but we need, we need we knew we needed to be playing a higher grade of football we don't want to be playing Division 4 football um, it was a priority we need to be pushing on for the, for the youth coming through we've got great balance there at the moment with youth and experience but we want the younger lads coming through to be looking at loud playing a higher grade of football every year and look that's for next year now Division 3 we'll park that and concentrate on Offaly now in two weeks time because we've got a huge huge game Offaly are going really really well so um, yeah great to get promotion but our focus will swiftly move to Offaly now what about celebrations will it be a few drinks tonight maybe one or two on the way home I'm not too sure we'll see you we'll see but I'm sure there'll be a couple of points yeah haven't been near a pub yet so a few pre- creamy points again it won't go straight thanks Connor. well Good done nice. well done thanks, brilliant lad yeah Grimesy I'd say is having a few um, enjoyable rewarding points now with the pubs open and the whole lot and uh, outside of course and yeah the whole lot well deserved you can just see that they worked hard there loud and 
you can see it in them as well that they put it in and they wanted because they put it in they wanted it on the day more than Carlo um, similar to Sligo similar to Leitrim similar to those John Savage actually said that to me like a lot of the teams that we played it showed that they didn't put, put it in during the lockdown you can see Laird have put it in you can see Antrim have put it in as well and they'll probably get ready to promote tomorrow and there'd be some crack if Waterford beat them though and it wouldn't surprise me I'm saying it to anyone who's talking to me they have to go down from Antrim the night before playing at a quarter past 12 in Fratterfield in Waterford they'll be cocky having, beat having beaten them in Hagerstown last year and they're not that bad they've proved they're alright in Waterford this season so look at I don't know I'll just I'll just throw it out there anyway Mystic Mystic Meg Mystic Meg style but yeah and that kind of told in the end because you pour it in and you want to win it and you want to push on. So talking points. I, lo- I love doing talking points with Loud Win. It's just, it's just brilliant. Um, the first talking point I have is um, Niall Sharkey coming in at number six. We kind of we, we talked about it during the week. What way would it be? Um, who would go in there? Um, would Emma Carlin go across? Would Liam Jackson go right half? Would Sharky just replace Anthony Williams like for like? Would Bevan sit back in there? And Mickey kept it very simply. Didn't disrupt um, any more lines in the field than he had to. Sharky come in there at centre-half against Sligo. And he was brilliant today. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. He's well used to playing football with the ball in his hand and driving forward. And he's very comfortable. Look very comfortable out there. Um, really, 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 really good performance from Sharky. Um like that that's what his game's all about. Maybe that's what Mickey wants as a centre half. He wants a runner, a lad comfortable in possession, good driving forward with the ball in his hands and linking up the play and doing one twos. Sharky's outstanding at doing that. Even even defensively as well, he was up your man's hole, he driving him out, he booted the ball away out over the line. There was no nonsense and then he went in corner back as well. Um so there's big options there, but it, it needs to be highlighted that it was it's great display from Niall Sharkey coming in there at, at centre half. Um, talking point number two is promotion. That's just simply what it's all about. It's just getting the job done, doing what had to be done, and like it's easy saying it. It's it's easy putting it out on a little goal and a little plan and objective, but achieving it is another thing, and it's just massive. Because if we don't get promoted, is there a bit of deflation going into next year, into Division 4 again, next year in 2022? F- flipping shoulder is, you know, now we go into, go into the championship on a high, looking forward to next season, something to build upon again, something to look forward to. Um, and then we, it just shows that if you're working and you're, you're winning, it's uh, it, it's just great to have... Um, like it's great, to, like you know, not great to have, but great to have it done. Great to have that sense of achievement, and, and get some kind of reward for what you've done. So that's your first two talking points. There's, I'd say about fifteen or sixteen more. Um, thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks very much for listening. Hopefully, you will sign up and hear the rest of them. But um, that's it now for this week. Um, I should have, I should have maybe if you do sign up, I should have more. On the podcast during the week, we'll be building up the offering now. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for tuning in. I'm going to carry on. 
But um, that was this week's Loud and Carlo free Talking Points podcast. Come on, Loud. Sing it loud and sing it proud today.